Welcome to Slice of Life. Because a bite was not enough, you've listened to Brenda's Bites for years, and now Brenda is expanding her show to include lifestyle happenings from around the region. Now here's your host, Brenda Alacy. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Slice of Life right here on Saturday morning. Now it's our new time. It's been a few weeks now that we've been on Saturday mornings from 9 to 9.30 right here on ESPN 1520. Brenda Alacy in the saddle and really happy to have you on board. We're going to talk about food in the first segment as we continue to preview local restaurant week. Local restaurant week for the spring comes in April 1st through the 7th. Hard to believe that uh, we're just about a month away. So we're going to talk to uh, a couple of gentlemen from the Rain Tree Bar and Grill in Tonawanda. You may remember it. It's been around for a long time, but there's kind of a new version of it. It's all renovated, and we'll get into some details about that, as as well as what they're going to be featuring as Local Restaurant Week uh, is unveiled April 1st through the 7th. Later, we'll talk about uh, what it's like to have an MRI and uh, why the advantages of 3T MRI are the best for you as a patient. Kevin Burns is here. Kevin is the Chief Operating Officer at Buffalo MRI, and I can speak from experience. I was not looking forward to having an MRI. Usually that means there's a problem, but... They made it easy for me, and the service was absolutely outstanding. So we'll talk to um, why you should rely on Buffalo MRI in the second segment with the chief operating officer himself, Kevin Burns. But first, uh, guys, it's a little food for thought here. I'm joined by Sean Brown, who is the general manager of the Rain Tree Bar and Grill, along with Pete Marquardt, who is the chef. Gentlemen, welcome to Slice of Life. Hey, thanks for having us. Nice to have you here, and uh, you're participating in Local Restaurant Week, and Sean is the general manager. You must get pitched on all sorts of different promotional things. What made you decide to participate this year? Um, I think it's just the exposure. We really like doing, uh, you know, getting involved in the community, and I think this is a way to get our name out there. And it, and it's, you know, honestly, it's honest advertising right, through, right. through that marketing avenue of, of Restaurant Week. And it's not anything out of the norm for what we do in the restaurant so it it makes sense for us you know it seems like every time you turn around there's a new restaurant opening whether it's in the suburbs or downtown is this a way for you to kind of keep your name out there as well and remind people that you're still there or perhaps introduce yourself to new diners oh absolutely i mean we've been growing at a pretty steady pace over the last six years and uh now we're at the point where we need to start reaching out a little bit farther and bring in new clientele so um, we appreciate every everybody that walks through the doors, and, and we'd like to see some new customers. The Rain Tree Bar and Grill is located at 2970 Colvin Boulevard. And, Pete, you've been the chef there for six years, right? Six years, yep. You and Sean have been together longer than some marriages last. <laughs> oh, yeah, <that's, laughs> it feels like it. What's the, uh, what's the secret to your success in working successfully in a, you know, in a restaurant environment, which is typically pretty high stress, pretty fast pace. Well, I mean, I'm fortunate enough to, to be working with Sean. Uh, we're both like-minded, um, different concepts on some foods, so we tend to meet in the middle and work off each other that way. Uh, my staff that I have is excellent. Uh, a lot of experienced cooks there as well. So, you know, we'll start talking and, and things happen and ideas pop up, and it's uh, it's a group effort by all of us. That's so. great. It's a, a real team effort, it sounds like. and. Sean, um, for folks who have never heard of Rain Tree Bar and Grill, how would you describe the ambiance? It's a gastro pub for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, our bar is, is is a focus, but it's everybody that walks in the door eats. Our our, our food is amazing. I have, I have probably the best chef in Western New York. Um, if there's another one out there that's better, I haven't seen them yet. Time to ask and, for a raise, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, it's it's been it's been just such a growing experience for the two of us. We we've 
been on a huge growth uh, as far as the business is concerned over the last six years, um, and I don't see that slowing down. I don't want that to slow down. Uh, you know, we can. There's definitely things that we can be better at, um, but we are open for lunch. We're open for dinner. We do the late night bar thing very well. Uh, live music three times a week, uh, and then maybe a fourth time every once in a while. I love the fact that you have uh, live music Friday and Saturdays, and then even during the day on Saturday, you feature blues bands, right? Yes. It's we a have nice a, change approximately of pace. Eight, eight bands that we rotate through. Uh, coming up in April, uh, I want to say April 27th, Saturday, uh, we have our <laughs> Blues Festival. It's a seven-hour event uh, where we have five bands uh, or six, five, five bands in one solo act this time, and it'll be a seven-hour uh, blues event where we do it um, over the course of the day. And we've had great response for that. But generally speaking, our, our, our Saturday afternoons are, are incredible, and we're just packed. So. Do you draw mostly from the residents who live in that area? Uh, or is I, that kind of your built-in audience, would no, you say? Or, we reach out pretty far. I, 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 I would say no. You're, you're, you're a good 10, 15 miles out for that for those events on Saturday afternoons. Uh, it is a, it is a, it's a, it's a good, solid crowd. We see the same people every week. I know there's a lot of regulars from Amherst. I know there's a lot, a couple of people from Williamsville, some Cheektowaga people. Um, we're right off the highway, so it does make it pretty easy and accessible. Um, and it's a great event. There's a lot of dancing, and there's it's a it's a big to do every Saturday afternoon. You can work off some of that homemade food. And, and to <laughs> that point, Pete, let's talk about your menu. You've got hand cut steaks and mostly a scratch made menu. Whether it's steaks, even your dressings are homemade. You cut your own salmon. Why is that important in today's food scene? Well, it's a quality thing for us. Um, fresh food is is a higher quality for us. So. You know, that, that's the way that we wanted to go. When we opened the restaurant, we all made that conscious decision to try to give the best product that we could. And by doing that, it needs to be fresh. So our dressings, you know, from our dressings to our burgers to, you know, pretty much anything that we can make fresh, we're going to make. We're going to make homemade. It just gives a better quality. And do you find that, that people who eat out a lot are more discerning when it comes to that? They, they can tell the difference, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Between, I mean, you know, sure. places that really put in a lot of time and effort with homemade stuff, food. Uh, and even the sides and accessories and so forth, and folks who are perhaps used to eating out of a window, if you will. Well, I, we see all the time people compliment on the food. You know, they don't understand what the differences were from where where they just ate yesterday. But you know, they'll ask, and I right. have, and, and I. There's many a times I, I'll go to a table and I'll talk food all day. I I, I could do that <laughs> till I'm dead, and and Pete will do the same. Pete has no problem walking to a table and saying. The server said you were you really didn't know what you wanted, and he'll make he'll make food for that person, you know, based on based on an allergy or, or a special need or, or whatever. He he has no issues going to the to the dining room, and, and he it's all about taking care of people, and that's I think part of the reason why the two of us have been together six years. We both just want to take care of people, and that's it's 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 actually a lost art in this business i think i think and you're so like-minded when it comes to that i think you can't uh, as you mentioned before you can't really work well together if you're at odds over something like that correct you no, we're at odds at that, that, uh, <laughs> we argue all the time other <laughs> we things argue all the time <laughs> we're at odds at other stuff yeah. it is like a marriage I <laughs> a little bit yeah. uh pete uh i understand that you were you participated in the soup fest the buffalo soup fest recently yeah. for the first time yeah, we gave we uh, threw our head in for that one it was, nice. a, it was a lot of fun what did you think of that did that uh, obviously it's great exposure again for people to hear about rain tree bar and grill but was the experience, did you get uh, a lot of surprise from people? In other words, did they say, gee, I didn't know you existed. I didn't know you had this quality food. What was some of the feedback you got? Well, I mean, 
uh, you would actually have to get with Chardonnay because me uh, cooking all the <laughs> food, I was stuck in the basement <laughs> heating up all the soup. He was a little but, busy in the kitchen. But we did have a lot of people. Uh, actually, I mean, the first time exposure was huge for us. So our line was it was steady. It was deep. Um, you know, Sean's soups brought a lot of attention to us. A lot of great uh, feedback from the people that were there that didn't know us. We passed a lot of cards out. So we've actually seen quite a few people come through the door at the restaurant that were at the Soup Fest. So it's it was the exposure that we needed, um, and it was a lot of fun. It was a good experience. And it was a heck of a turnout, too. I heard up that to 10,000 people yeah, turned out. Yeah, they were out. guessing 5 to 7, and I think the, you know, the count was almost 10,000 through the door when the day was over. So, so you were uh, scraping that ladle right <laughs> to the bottom of the pan, yeah, I would it was, imagine. It was, huh? a, it was yeah, a run we, for we, us. we scraped it, all right. I <laughs> bet. It was, it was yeah. a run, for sure. So, Sean, your, your title was GM, but you get in the kitchen as well? Uh, yeah, I work as Pete's days off. Um, just and it keeps me fresh in the kitchen. I was sure. a chef back in the nineties, two thousands. Nice. Um, I I moved into the front of the house then, and I've been I've been mostly out front, but I still work in the kitchen a couple of days a week, and and it helps because I I work side by side with Pete on Tuesdays, and 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 it helps us because we can communicate what we need, to, what direction we need the menu to go in, um, from costs to quality of product to staff to to anything. So. It's, um, again, one of those things that just helps us to get better, I think. From soup to nuts, quite literally, I guess, right? exactly. So uh, you're dipping your toe in the waters of local restaurant week for the first time as well. And it's a a well-proven event, I would say. You know, there are a lot of restaurants, up to 200, if not more. Uh, Krista Hobart, who is the local organizer, I think has done a phenomenal job shining a light on the restaurant scene in western New York. What motivated you guys to get in, and what are you featuring for the 2019 3019 and 4019 menu. Uh, we got in just for the exposure. It's it's easy marketing. It's it's actually relatively cheap marketing, um, and it, it it reaches a large audience. Um, it, and we've been doing it. This is actually our second time doing it. It's not oh, pardon me. Time. I thought it was your first. No, time. we did it October as well. Um, this year we're we're featuring for the the 20. We have a 2019 lunch special where we're doing two lunches for 2019. Any of the sandwiches or burgers on the menu. Um, for 2019, and then we do a 2019 three-course dinner where it's choice of super salad, and then our entree choices are going to be our eight-ounce sirloin. We do an Asiago chicken and shrimp. We have a fried pork chop and uh, the linguine parmesan with either meatball or sausage or chicken. Nice. Should um, be something for everybody. Yes, and then our dessert choices. Pete makes all of our desserts fresh, so um, we any of our desserts is offered on that as well. What's your specialty with dessert, Pete? Well, I'm still learning the desserts. I'm a, I'm a chef, not a baker, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> Good yeah, to branch I, out I, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I just I tried something new this time. I did a, a, a peanut butter ganache-covered brownie. Um, it's simple, but our clientele like, like, like basics, you know, just nice hearty food, and that's kind of how we – try to translate that into our desserts as well. So. It's delicious. Don't uh, let them fool you. I have no doubt. And if you need anybody to <laughs> it's taste absolutely test. absolutely delicious. <laughs> is there any combination better than chocolate and peanut yeah, butter? Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. No, Maybe peanut butter easy. and jelly. It's but I'm t- Yeah, I, you just can't go wrong no. with it. So I really salute you guys. You're a local restaurant doing great things. Uh, perhaps not on everybody's radar, but it's about time that people learn about uh, the Rain Tree Bar and Grill again at 2970 Colvin Boulevard, and as you mentioned, Sean, right off the 290, right, can't go right wrong. There. Easy to easy to access. Before we close, too, you said it's all renovated, and I have to tell you, it's been a long time since I've been there. I don't remember it as you know a place that had a bright new shiny look. So what's different about it? Oh, it's 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 everything. It's it's different. It's a restaurant. It, huh? Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. I mean, it, we we have booths and tables and. It's not all bar, and, and there's, you know, we have one dartboard, and 
it's not 50 dartboards and the parking lot's been still a little rough but we you know we're working on that and we've put replaced the roof and um we opened up the ceilings and moved the bar completely renovated the bathrooms everything is brand new in the building uh and and it's 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 clean and it's it's a we we have a real honest menu and, and i think we do a great job the, the my service staff is amazing uh my kitchen is by far world above every place else i've ever worked so we, yeah, the restaurant's got a great feel it's it's got a very warm lots of wood grains dark colors deep rich colors nice very so, comfortable yeah, yeah yeah you get a very comfortable feeling when you go in there lots of tvs for sports we have a 85 inch uh, large screen center of the bar and 13 other televisions wrapped throughout the bar so it's a great place to watch sports on sundays football you know any kind of sporting event that comes up we make sure it's on there as well so it's got a business casual feel to it but it's it's a very comfortable place to come with your family as well. So it's the kind of place you could take your kid or your grandmother. Correct. Everybody's oh, yeah, comfortable. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Great. We see it every week. And and we're coming up on Lent, too. And I'll tell you, I didn't even touch on this, but <laughs> I know restaurant week's in the middle of Lent, and I'm doing two fish fries for thirty nineteen on on the Friday and during wow, that. Wow, so, that's a bargain. It's a reason um, to go in right there. That's going to be a rough one, but you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do we do our fish fry six different ways too. So oh, really, we do a beer batter to panko fried. Um, and then we broil it. Options. We do a broiled, a Cajun broiled, Italian broiled, a lemon pepper broiled, and then uh, during Lent we'll probably have two other flavors as well. So Fantastic. we 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 open it up and, and we get a lot of suggestions from customers and, and a lot of suggestions from the staff too. And, and we we'll try whatever. And it sounds like you listen to those suggestions. Yeah, yeah I, 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 sometimes you know we <laughs> have too much we have St. Patrick's Day coming up. Um, you know we do we do a St. Patrick's Day menu for two and a half weeks. Uh, to and it's it's that one's great and that's going to be right in the middle of Lent too. So a lot going we got on. A lot yeah. going on. And, and Make sure you get enough yeah. rest as these uh, holidays approach, and then you you go full bore right you into your took, local restaurant. You already week. took my nap time away. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it, <laughs> guys. It was a real pleasure to meet you, and uh, I have to tell you, this has moved up on my list of must go to spots. So I look forward to seeing you, Pete Marquardt, the chef, and also Sean Brown, kind enough to take time out of their busy schedule to come in and uh, talk with us about their restaurant and also local restaurant week. Back talking with Kevin Burns from Buffalo MRI right after this. Are you a fan of succulent hand-carved beef and turkey? Do you like having fish fries available every day? Then come experience fresh, scratch-made favorites at the historic Glen Park Tavern in the heart of Williamsville. The Glen Park Tavern's hand-carved beef and turkey are available in-house or for parties as well. Enjoy a delicious selection of hearty salads, sides, and soups seven days a week. Visit the Glen Park Tavern on Main near Cayuga in Williamsville. It's not just a meal, it's an experience. Local Restaurant Week is April 1st through the 7th. Over 200 local independent restaurants dishing up tasty meals all week long. Visit localrestaurantweek.com for details. Local Restaurant Week, it's a festival. Car crashes don't happen in slow motion. They happen fast. In a crash, there's no time to check if your child's in the right car seat. Don't think you know. No, you know. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. If you have news about the latest happenings around the Buffalo Niagara region, contact Brenda during the week at 843-0651. That's 843-0651. Thanks for tuning in to Slice of Life. Now back to your hostess with the mostess, Brenda Alacy. 
And welcome back to this edition of Slice of Life. So happy that you could join us on this Saturday. Hope the weekend's off to a good start. Thanks to Kevin Carr for taking care of all the business behind the scenes as well. Well, as promised, Kevin Burns, another Kevin, is here with us. And Kevin is the Chief Operating Officer at Buffalo MRI and CT at 4925 Main Street. Uh, the building has been there for a long time. It's in the uh, plaza, set back a bit. You can't miss it right near Kensington Avenue and the 290. Kevin, welcome back to the show. It's great to be here. Thank nice you. to have you. And uh, as I mentioned in the open, I don't think anybody kind of gets up in the morning, rubs their hand together, and says, gee, I can't wait to go for an MRI or a CAT scan. That usually means something is up. Right. However, if you want to go to a place, Buffalo MRI is the place because you have 3T MRIs and a lovely ambiance and welcoming staff. Are those the things that people look for when you bring patients in? You know, I, mostly what patients are looking for is an easy way to get through a tough procedure. And um, <clears throat> we offer that, and we accomplish that quite a bit. When we get compliments, a lot of them are on Facebook, people talk about how well they were taken care of. Um, behind the scenes, we have the, the best technology that you can get in the world. Um, so the image quality and the resolution of the pictures and all that are really appreciated by the surgeons and the doctors who have to look at that stuff. The patients really appreciate how well they're treated. Well, and doctors don't want to miss a darn thing when it comes to medical diagnoses, obviously. So the clearer you can make it, the better for all concerned, and ultimately the patient. Yeah, most, most things start out small and they grow. Yes. So we want to catch them small. That's right. And that requires a, a high uh, a high level of resolution, and um, that's done in MRI by the, your field strength or Tesla strength. And we're proud that we're at three Tesla, which is um, uh, double what a lot of other MRI machines are scanning at, which is 1.5 Tesla, half of 3T. So it's like a um, high-definition television uh, versus not. Yes. And you can tell the difference. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, that's a great analogy, Kevin. Uh, when I go for an MRI, I usually get a tranquilizer to help me relax and stay in there. And I have, I guess, some claustrophobia because it kind of flips me out sure. to know that I'm that close to the tunnel. And that works. And it's I'm able to get it done. Your staff was phenomenal. Uh, didn't make me feel self-conscious about having to take a tranquilizer. They were very kind and, and uh, helpful. Uh, but for folks who really suffer from claustrophobia in a big way, do you have open MRI? We do. So as an alternative for those for those people, we have what's called an open MRI. If you've never seen an, o an MRI machine, a traditional machine, it's a tubular-shaped machine. Um, the one that we have actually is a later generation with a larger tube. So most claustrophobic patients actually do very well now in our tubular-shaped 3T machine. It's bigger and it's shorter, and it scans faster, so we get patients in and out a lot faster. Beautiful. But there are still quite a few patients who are clinically claustrophobic. Um, they don't like elevators. They don't like being in crowded places, things like that. Um, for those patients, we have what's called an open MRI. It's just shaped differently. There are There is no tube. It's completely open all the way around it. And they they get a lot more light and airflow and things like that while they're having their scan. Because it's open all the way around it, they can also have a guest, a loved one, a friend, sit with them and keep them company. And they can be there in their peripheral vision and sitting close by, and it just helps them get through the scan. 
And there's no danger to that person, right, in terms of any... There's no radiation, first of all, with an MRI, correct? No, no radiation. It's all magnetic resonance imaging. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a strong magnetic field. So we have to make sure everyone's safe to go in the magnetic field. But as long as they're safe to go in that field, you won't feel anything and there's there's no adverse effects at all. It's really an easy test in the sense that you don't have to do anything except lie there. However, there's a lot of noise that can be disconcerting to people. Right. What is the noise that someone hears in an MRI machine? It, it's the machine taking pictures. It's really what it is. So an MRI machine is a strong magnet and it's radio waves. Hmm. Um, people are listening to this right now on their radios. So that radio signal we use uh, inside an MRI machine as well. Think they can pick up the show while they're in there? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Uh, the room is actually shielded, so we unfortunately you can't listen to this great uh, program while having an MRI. You, you know have it. to listen to that noise. Um, <laughs> but we use the, the same kind of radio signals to produce MRI images inside that room in a contained fashion. And you usually can put headphones on, right, to block out sure. some of the noise. Yeah, you, yeah. See, again, yeah. always looking for the patient's comfort. Yeah, they can listen to radio most. stations yeah. or... That type of thing. So it plays music. Gotcha, um, gotcha. So actually, maybe we can play yeah, your maybe. show. Well, sure. We're on to something, I right, think, Kevin. Okay. We're talking with Kevin Burns, the Chief Operating Officer at Buffalo MRI, which is located right on Main Street. Do you call it Snyder or Williamsville? It's right near the border, I would say. Yeah, we're actually, um, boy, I, we're, we're Amherst. But, yeah, the Snyder's a little to our left, and Williamsville's immediately <laughs> yeah. to our right. So It's a great location. Yeah, it's right. right it's so right easy to find. Right. And, you know, we've talked over the uh, past several months, too, Kevin, the last time you were on the show, about how you certainly welcome Canadian patients to Buffalo MRI. And it makes me think of that when I think about how accessible you are from the various throughways and main thoroughfares. Um, why is it important for Canadian patients to come to your place? Well, the, for for 25 years that we've been in business, we've had um, a lot of Canadian patients coming down for their MRI needs. They wait, it varies, but they traditionally will wait at least four to five weeks, up to three months, four months, to get an MRI. Hmm. At Buffalo MRI, you can get it tomorrow. Right. So it's just the way their healthcare system is. They don't have many MRI scanners and they limit access. So if you need an MRI in Canada, it's not a it's not a great place to be. You can come down to Buffalo MRI and have it at an affordable. It'll be affordable and it'll be fast and the best best quality you can get. And as you said before, you want to find things when they're small. So to have to wait can be a potentially dangerous situation for somebody. We're saving Canadians' lives. Bingo. Uh, things yeah. that they hoped weren't there, we find them. And they are on a waiting list and having their MRI eight weeks oh. from now. And we found it today. And they're getting treatment tomorrow. So You it, are saving lives. We are. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's something to really hang your hat on. The cost of MRIs um, at an outpatient facility like Buffalo MRI versus a hospital, what do you think the advantages are of coming to a place like yours? Well, uh, there's a there's an initiative in medicine and in healthcare um, towards price transparency and fee transparency. Uh, Medicare and insurance companies want patients to know the cost of their care, and they want them to play a role in understanding where they're going and what it's going to cost. And to most people, when you buy things, you go to the store. And uh, there's a price tag, and you just buy it, and that's the price. 
Um, now, some places have it cheaper than others, and the same thing exists in healthcare. At a hospital, they have contracted rates with insurance companies that are higher than we charge. They have to charge more. They have a larger overhead. They have more obligations, and um, so their costs are higher. So for an MRI, for, in, for instance, uh, might cost 650 to $700, the exact same MRI, Buffalo MRI, is $250. Wow. And that comes right out of the patient's pocket when they have, say, a high deductible plan and that type of thing. So there's, so, a, there's a big savings. Now, this federal law is requiring hospitals to post these bills, correct? Starting January 1st, 2019, hospitals are required by Medicare to post their charges on uh, their website. That's great to know. I'm so glad you brought that up because I think most people are unaware of that. I certainly was. So financial transparency is key to this initiative. And it's only been, what, just over two months that this happened. Are they right. getting the word out, Kevin? Or, or It's how? very slow. And it's I, being, yeah, and it's, I would think so. And it's being um, initiated by the federal government, which unfortunately is not the most efficient. Um, Especially when you have a shutdown. <laughs> efficient operation. <laughs> and it's not being tremendously fair to hospitals either because what they're being asked to do is not in entirely accurate of what the contracted rate would be. What I would suggest any patient do, I can tell you for sure they will pay about a third coming to Buffalo MRI. So you can they can, you can know with confidence they're getting the very best price coming to Buffalo MRI. But if they want to shop, call the hospital, ask for the billing department and say I'm going to have this procedure done. I'm having these treatments done. Can you tell me what my cost will be and see if they can pull that together for you? Um, and if they can, then you can start maybe shopping it around. You remember the old Cy Sims commercial, an educated consumer is our best customer? Right. I think you have to apply that philosophy to healthcare in today's day and age. With high deductible plans, the first many thousands of dollars a year comes out of the patient's pocket. Right. And that those are those are hard earned dollars, and there's no reason to uh, overspend for the exact same procedure. So there's just no reason. I'm so glad you brought that up because I don't think most people would even think to do that to perhaps pick up the phone and call a hospital or call you, for instance. Well, you know, they take the lead from their own doctor and their own doctor's office, and they're not aware of this. They they don't they don't appreciate the things I just said. Right. We we try to spread the word so they understand that. Um, they can refer patients to a less expensive facility. And that reminds me, too, people have a choice when they have to have imaging done. So if the doctor says you need to have um, your neck examined, for example, and you need an MRI or a CAT scan or some other imaging, they can come to you without... Sure. It's not as if they have to go to a specific place that the doctor says. Absolutely, they should talk to their doctor and, and, and suggest that they'd like to come to Buffalo MRI or any other provider of their choosing and, mm -hmm. and have that discussion with their doctor. The doctor may have a particular reason, technically, medically, why they want to work with a provider. Um, in our case, everybody sends patients to us and they're comfortable with the services we provide. So um, with Buffalo MRI, it won't be an issue, I don't think. Um, but uh, yeah, they should have that conversation with their with their doctor. It's Otherwise, they will get directed you know, by, right, to the to place they want. to a particular place. Correct. What's your number there, Kevin? 
839-3333. Easy enough. 839-3333. Rely on Buffalo MRI. Part of the jingle that we've used here at our Intercam uh, marketing campaign for Buffalo MRI over the years. Rely on Buffalo MRI. I can vouch for Buffalo MRI. Had a very good experience, and uh, I appreciated that level of care and concern. Thank Kevin you. Burns, COO of Buffalo MRI. Thanks so much for coming in this morning. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. We appreciate you listening as well. We'll be back next week on Slice of Life. Thanks so much for carving out some time for us. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Brenda will be back next Slice of Life on ESPN 1520.